Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, Daylight Burners. Happy Monday. Uh, hope you had a good week. Uh, sorry I didn't put out much anything last week. Uh, we had, uh, between the holiday and everything, and then uh, a bunch of sick people. Like, everybody got sick, it seemed like. My, my sister-in-law uh, was, like, the week, um, like, leading up to Thanksgiving week. She got kind of feeling puny. <clears throat> and, uh, and then my wife got to feeling kind of puny. And then my little boy... And then me, and then my little girl, and um, yeah, so we spent basically all of that um, Thanksgiving break that the, that they had. You know, um, if you work a real job, uh, you'll know that uh, you don't get the week of Thanksgiving off. You, if you work a normal job, you get Thanksgiving off, and and probably a three day weekend. Um, if you work with animals you just work with animals i guess <clears throat> and um but that's uh that's the name of the game i guess so my what are you gonna do um you're gonna bitch about it that's what you do that's all you can do so um have fun with it while you while you bitch about it um <clears throat> i did i technically did not miss any work uh, or I, I did not miss a day of work. I, I went home early a couple days, um, but I didn't. I didn't ever miss work. But I, I was running uh, just enough of a fever to make you feel like hell and get the chills real bad. Um, but also, like not not the deep enough chills to where where you can bundle up a whole bunch and. Uh, <coughs> You know, but if you bundled up too much, then you were really, really sweating. But that, you know, sweating out a fever is good. So anyway, it sucked. I'm not worth a shit when I got a fever. So uh, I ducked out as soon as I could uh, when, when I was running a, a temperature and, you know, tried to get as much shit done as I could before I passed it off to somebody else. But anyway, it was, uh, it wasn't that fun of a week, to tell you the truth. I mean, it wasn't bad. It could always be worse, um, but it wasn't all that. It wasn't all that fun, I guess. You know, it just you know, it was busy and, and you felt tired and shitty, kind of all all. And we didn't do because of that. We kind of canceled our our big Thanksgiving dinner and uh, just there no. See, this is how like normal people before you know. Before the, the, the Roni and Trump and everything broke people's brains, you know, people used to act like this, you know, like, hey, <sighs> like, I, I'm, like, devastated that we are not going to do our Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you know, it fucking sucks. We've been looking, you know, it's like you look forward to that all year. 
uh, Thanksgiving's a big deal, and and I like Thanksgiving. I'm not a big big on holidays in general, um, but I I really like Thanksgiving a lot, and uh, <coughs> yeah, and my wife and and my sister in law and. Like it, it was shaping up to be like a pretty big thing, and I was not particularly looking forward to it because you know how the women get when people are coming over and they're making, they're coordinating a big meal and whatnot, and uh, they get a little on edge, and then all of a sudden that like just none of that came to fruition. You're just like, well, shit, that kind of sucks. But what are you gonna do? Like, oh, or you could just roll on through and uh get everybody else sick and uh and spread that on to how you know because we had people coming in from out of town and it's uh <coughs> it was one of the risks that we took when we we went back to uh to my dad's place for for thanksgiving during you know in 2020 during the middle of the rona um but in, in this case we're like then, then we didn't know um, if we had it or not. We were just going. Nobody, my my wife kind of got sick uh, going down there, but it. <coughs> I don't know if it was the Rona or not because she got Rona after that um, before. So who knows? Um, but like there, it, it there wasn't a thought of like the sickness because nobody was sick at the time. We were just like we're going, and then like kind of on the way my wife started feeling kind of shitty and then we're like well and we're not turning back now because we already we're more than halfway i believe and uh <coughs> and then so like this year we we already knew we were sick and the other girls uh other part of our you know our clan here in town had already uh on the other side of this deal but there was other people coming in from out of town so like yeah we're you don't you don't get other people sick, so you just like it sucks, and you cancel it like that. That's how people used to think, as far as I can remember. We never really stopped thinking like that around here, uh, and you know, with with my family, you know, and um, and everything. That's that's just kind of common sense, kind of prevails, I guess, uh, for the most part, and uh, and it seemed like it, it sure used to. And I hate to sound like a, a you know, back in my day, but I, I like literally like right before the the pandemic, that that should have been like a commonplace thing, and it kind of kind of was that you just like oh, if you're sick, stay home or don't don't throw the party, cancel the party if you were planning one when when you get sick, so you don't just get a whole bunch of other people sick. You know, that was it was pretty common sense, but then we had to be told to not, you know get people sick and you know the whole uh yeah the whole shit show that commenced after that um anyhow i it was all uh it was um i guess long story short it was uh it was not a fun week in particular but that being said there was a uh there was a lot to be thankful for and uh it's been a pretty pretty good year considering and <coughs> and I, I know I do a lot of a lot of bitching about the state of the world and 
a lot of doom and gloom sometimes. I try not to sound like that, but I just kind of call it as I see it. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's one of those, one of those things where I, uh, you know, it, 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 I try not to be a downer on, on the outlook on the world, but it, it's hard not to be sometimes. But then when you, when you really step back and like turn off like all the current events and, and the news and what what they're trying to get Trump on this time and uh, um and on all of that and just like focus in on what happened you know in in your in internally and uh and a lot of times you're like hey that's been been a pretty all right year you know um just uh you know go ahead and embrace that and uh just know that there's there's a bunch of shit to be thankful for um First and foremost, um, I'm thankful for my wife and my two kids. They are, uh, they're awesome. Uh, having kids is, uh, so wild, just wild watching how little bitty version of yourself, but not exactly like you. They're very, they're very similar, but not, not exactly the same. And, um, it's it's really really just fascinating and and i don't know that, that once you have kids i know everybody it's real cliches like you don't know until you have kids but like you hit a different level of love when once uh once you see those little fuckers and uh <clears throat> i don't know i i sure i'm sure happy and thankful for mine you know my my wife is uh is a really really brilliant woman um and uh hilarious and, and, and just, she's, she's, she's kind of a hottie too. So, um, that, that always helps as well, but she, she is really, really a good woman, puts up a lot of bullshit for me and, uh, I appreciate that and I'm thankful for it. Uh, second of all, uh, of all, I am thankful for <coughs> what I do to make a living. Like I, I, I get to, I get to claim the the title of cowboy um and, and do not a whole lot of uh the real sure sure enough like hard cowboy uh shit like I don't have to go uh pull cows off uh, off the mountain I don't have to <clears throat> you know I don't have to to cab out uh, in, in the middle of February, but I do got to go ride through them, uh, in, in feedlot pins. So, I mean, I get, a I get a lot of the non-glamorous part of cowboy life, but I, it is, it is cowboy life nonetheless. And, uh, and I, I, I really enjoy what I do. Um, there's stuff that there's times where I'd, I'd rather be outside in the open and, uh, and, and, and doing that shit. But also I know what that pays and um what uh, the gig I got now pays better so I can I can go help people do that uh on my free time um and I'm fine with that so either way it's uh it's a good gig and I'm really thankful for it my boss treats me really well the company treats me really well and uh I in, in turn try to do the best job that I can do cuz uh I understand it's a pretty sweet gig and uh <laughs> it's the beauty of the free market is uh 
I'm always trying to do as little as I can for as much money as possible. And uh, the company's always trying to get as much from me for as little as possible. And it's all part of the game. And once you find a happy balance, you, uh, you know, life is pretty good. And sometimes that doesn't work, uh, work out. Sometimes there's, there's companies that don't, don't find that balance. And, and, uh, and sometimes there, there are companies that do, but then they can't pay you. And, uh, you know, and so Thomas, I think it's Thomas Sowell, the, the black economist, uh, that, said there there are no solutions in life there's only trade-offs uh, he's uh and he was saying that from a an economic standpoint but um but also just to mean to mean it as uh as kind of a just a rule of thumb for for everything in life there are <coughs> there are no solutions there's only trade-offs and as one of the things with uh you know feedlots you get a you get a little steadier um steadier paycheck you get a little better paycheck for the most part uh with the benefits and whatnot but you get the the least glamorous part of uh of cowboy life <clears throat> and uh you know on the ranch stuff you get the the most uh glamorous part of cowboy life riding riding the range um you know that that whole deal just the the traditional view of cowboy life but trade-off is you don't pay all that well <coughs> for the most part and for the most part it can't pay very well because if it if it did then then the home place would go out of business and uh yeah so by necessity it just it can't and uh trade-offs trade-offs and uh <coughs> yeah i think that's a it's a very wise statement by by thomas uh soul so Anyways, I, I'm very thankful for this gig that I've got here uh, in in Smith Valley, Nevada. I, I really enjoy this community. I'm very thankful for to live in, in in a community like this. But and I will always live in a community like this, whether it's in Nevada or Kansas or, or uh, Colorado, um, <clears throat> you know, Montana, wherever wherever I end up, it'll be in a in a community like this one way or another. And, and like this, I mean, very small, very rural and, and salt of the earth type people that, <coughs> that are, uh, they're good neighbors, you know, they mind their business until it's time not to, you know, and, uh, and when it's time not to, you, you lend a hand, everybody lends a hand and, and you just, you mind your business and you keep a good community. You help your neighbors and, uh, and but also by helping your neighbors, you keep your fence tight. You know, it's it's still uh, Robert Frost. Good fences make good neighbors, and <coughs> I it's it's the kind of community I was uh, I was raised in, and uh, I've had plenty of chances to to live in. You know, like I, I had plenty of job offers up uh, up and down the front range of I wouldn't say offers, but oppor- job opportunities, um, and but that meant living in a, in a more urban type setting. And that wasn't for me. I, uh, I just never could see myself in, in a, you know, after, after college, I just, I, I could never, could never see myself in that, 
that type of situation. And, uh, and I've never, never looked back. I've, <laughs> when I, when I left Fort Collins, I, I went back to south of Walsh, Colorado, Walsh being about maybe, maybe 500 people in the town and the mailing district, all, all, all told maybe 500 moved up to big Sandy, Montana after that. That was maybe 500 people, probably the same, about the same size as Walsh. Moved back to Lahana, Colorado, which is slightly bigger, um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe 20,000, maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember. And <clears throat> Ulysses, Kansas, that's about, I don't know, seven, 8,000, maybe. Syracuse was 1,500 about. And here's about fifteen hundred. So that that's that's kinda that's my speed. That's what I like. <laughs> I like going to to see people in the city every now and then. I like what the city has to offer, but I don't I don't want to live there. It's a pretty cool place to go visit and there's a lot of cool people that, that live there. Um the the key word is lot and people. Like there's some you know lot of cool people, but still a lot of people. You could drop the cool <coughs> and just, yeah, leave it at that. There's a lot of people. And, um, and I don't do well with a lot of people, um, for extended periods of time. I, I do all right, uh, at a big show or something, but, and I, and I do all right visiting the city for, for a weekend or so, but much more than that, I get a little claustrophobic and, uh, gotta gotta start seeing some sunsets you know sunrises sunsets and not as many people <clears throat> the the folks across the street that bought the, the lot across the street from us lot being like five acres uh, they're slowly but surely building on it but coming out of out of california and um I waved at him, and I like waving at people. I really do. I'm really. Th I'm also thankful to live in this community because I wave at people as you go down the road. I waved at the neighbor, really wishing that I didn't have to wave at him because I wished he wasn't there. Nothing against the guy. I just <clears throat> I don't want somebody directly across the road from me. You know, I uh, <coughs> I get a little hemmed in. It feels like and. Ah, uh, as much as I love this valley, it is it is growing up a little bit. So anyway, it's something to keep an eye on, but I'm still thankful to live here. Um, the Burning Daylight crew, all of you folks that have listened throughout the years and uh, continue to, to, you know, chop it up with me on social media and, and you know, that, that keep downloading this goofy shit all the, all the time. I'm super thankful for you. I think there is an opportunity um, with this deal to to turn it into something that I might be able to make a little bit of money at it, and uh, and kind of set me a little bit on the path of just being free from <coughs> the normal the normal job situation. You know, be able to work a little bit more on my own terms, and and I think there's a good opportunity uh, to do that with this show and. Uh, and I, I, I'm very thankful that, that folks like you, uh, keep 
keep tuning in and uh and supporting you know signing up on patreon patreon.com slash burning daylight <coughs> it's where all the live streams are nowadays and uh, and you get you get the the shows a little bit early you get them ad free and uh and that's how you help out the show and help me uh help me do some cooler cooler shit already already been able to do some cool shit but I'll be able to do some more and I'll be able to get out on the road a little bit more and meet some some uh some people that I might not <coughs> uh and and hopefully get up people on the show that I might not otherwise be able to so anyways uh I'm I'm thankful for everybody that that continues to support this deal and help me grow in my you know and get to my my ultimate goal of just doing this for a living and uh day working on the side because uh I like I like to go punch cows. Um I'm also thankful for my health. Um I've been <coughs> I've been visiting with boots quite a bit here lately. Um more than I I typically had um with him being laid up in the hospital. I figure he he could probably use uh some company from time to time, so I, I try to check in on him and um, I'm thankful for that, that, uh, being able to get to know Boots and become friends with him. He's, uh, he's quite the character. You know, I've, uh, <coughs> I've been very fortunate to have, uh, quite a few, uh, good, good male role models, uh, throughout my life. Uh, I like, uh, uh, quite a few and, and, uh, they've each, um, had their impact. You know, my, my dad, Wes McKinley, he's, uh, I think you guys, Kind of see how I get my uh, some of my sense of humor and uh, way of way of thinking, um, but uh, Clint Mandel's dad had a big impact on me and and, and Boots as well. There's uh, I don't know there's just been more than a handful of of strong you know male role models in my life, and that's <laughs> that's more than than a lot of a lot of kids can say, and. Uh, and so I, I'm I'm thankful for that a lot. And uh, I, I anybody who who has a good uh, male role model in their life, you should be thankful for that too. Because <clears throat> boy, you can kind of see um, what happens when 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 kids don't have a strong uh, a good strong male role model. Uh, uh, shit doesn't turn out well. Uh, it really, really doesn't. So, um, yeah, if, if you've got a, if you got a good dad or a good male role model, you know, be thankful for that. Cause I sure am. I've got, like I said, I've got several, uh, growing up and, and, you know, and as, <clears throat> and just living through life, there's been, uh, several guys that I, you know, as I've, even as I've been an adult that, that I, I really look up to and, yeah, it's it's a good thing to have, and <laughs> so be thankful for it. Uh, if you got a good wife, be thankful for that too. It's uh, good wife will keep you in check, but also, uh, you know, stand beside you. And and my my wife's my wife sure is a good one. I know I'm starting to ramble, but that's uh, that's what I'm known for, right? I'm a rambler, rambler. Um, you know, it's just. It's been a really weird, like, really this whole time since I started podcasting, shit got weird, you know, like, when I, when I started in 2019, like, things were kind of, 
still somewhat normal, just but it was like Trump normal. And then 2020 hit and everything went really haywire and we're still kind of I don't know. It's it's been a <laughs> it's been one of the the greater times in history to document from a comedy standpoint, I think, but it's uh it's been wild. Been really really crazy this whole time that I've been uh doing this this little cowboy podcast, but um I'm thankful that we've made it through it all. Uh, for the most part, <sighs> like it's been awful for a lot of people, and uh, you know it, it's just it, it. You have to look at it through <coughs> through the lens of <coughs> you know, like how many how many people lost businesses, how many how many people died over this deal. How many people got their lungs blown out on a on a ventilator because they didn't know shit and uh and you're like ah you know i i for the most part i'm not not too much worse for the wear, so I've got a lot to be thankful for i mean I've got a lot to be thankful for just living here in the united states and i uh like i feel i feel bad for those those fuckers up in canada um but also, I'm thankful that um, we are surrounded by two oceans and uh, a bunch of pussies to the north. And no, no offense, Canada, but like, yeah, your government's a bunch of pussies. They ain't gonna do shit if we <laughs> if we decided to just roll on through there. I I, I don't think I don't think much would uh, we would see much. Uh, resistance. Maybe I could be wrong, but I don't know. Uh, the the feeling I get is there'd be a lot of people, uh, particularly from Western Canada, just joining us. But anyhow, that's all hypothetical. That is um, that's more fantasy because it's it. Yeah. Anyways, um, that being said, I'm I'm really glad. Like I'm not Ukraine. You know, I'm I'm really glad that I was born here in the United States of America. And as fucked up as a lot of our foreign policy is and continues to be, and uh, <laughs> and as bad as that this stuff is over in over in Ukraine, the closer we get to a nuclear war is really unsettling. Um, I'm still really glad we're over here, not over there. I know they can hit us from anywhere, but we can hit them from anywhere too. And I'm not so much worried on the nuclear end quite as much. I'm still a little worried about it, but if it does come to like a, like a world war two style war where there's like, it's being fought in Europe and it's, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of troops sent over there, but I don't see many, see much action on this front. Um, I think we're I think we're pretty good over here for the most part. Um Yeah, like we they could hit us with some drone stuff, but like as far as like an invasion and occupation, hmm. <coughs> good luck. Good luck. I think we're all right. We're we're good for a while. So, um I'm thankful for that. And um and I'm thankful that 
We live in a world where a guy with oodles of billions of dollars can just decide to buy Twitter, you know, the worldwide town square, <laughs> just to say like, hey, I don't like how it's being run as a public company. I will give you $44 billion for it and I'm going to run it my way and make it fun immediately. And, uh, yeah, it seems like I'm, I'm glad we live in a country that has developed, you know, that's built on, you know, no matter how far we've got away from it, it was built on the spirit of the first amendment, which is free speech. You know, like I know that free speech, you know, the first amendment technically by the letter of the law, um, pertains to to government restriction on speech laws that prohibit your speech but the spirit of the first amendment is should like it should trickle down to the to the people as well it's just like that's that's how we live our lives is as long as you are not inciting violence <laughs> as long as you're not causing somebody you know financial harm uh with your words particularly if you're if it's untrue, you know, but outside of that is outside of causing direct harm. You should be able to say what you want, uh, without fear of like being canceled or, or thrown in jail. But like, should you have, uh, should you be free from backlash? Absolutely not. Like you should be able to, um, respect the consequences that come with, with your freedom of speech. Like there might be people that decide like, Hey, you're not going to work here anymore. I don't like that. That's, you know, I mean that they're, they're dangerous. Freedom is better than, uh, you know, I guess, uh, secure, you know, I guess, but what a dangerous freedom is better than, uh, safe security, you know, uh, I, I would rather, I'd rather live free and, and, and take that little bit of risk, the little bit of danger that comes with it, as opposed to just having everything be completely safe, but, um, safe and, and secure, but you don't, you don't have any of the, the joy that comes with the risk and, and danger in, in life. Like there, there's people like, They'll never, they'll never jump off a cliff into, into a lake or something like that, you know, or, or, you know, go zip lining or, you know, what, whatever it is, um, you know, never, never just go throw 20 bucks on, on roulette and say like, ah, shit, what, what's, what's the worst? I'm out 20 bucks, but let's see, I don't know, just, just for the hell of it. Maybe it's not a good habit to get into, um, but it's it's kind of fun every now and then just to have have a little thrill and enjoy enjoy life uh and and embrace some of the risk that comes with it because uh without risk there there's no the reward's not very good um and if you got to if you got to risk a bunch of stuff to get something like boy it tastes pretty sweet when you get there uh it's kind of <coughs> it's kind of like that first time you swing a leg over a horse uh, you know, young horse and you're just like, I don't know exactly what it's going to, what was going to happen here. There's that brief little moment before your ass hits the saddle and everything's real still. And sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes all hell breaks loose, but you never really know, 
that first time you're just like as you're sitting down it could go haywire it could not and <clears throat> there's a lot of people that'll never know that feeling but when when you have that uh you have that little bit of risk and say he does blow into you get him covered or he bucks you off even but you get back on him get back on him and, and you work on him work on him and then like later on down the line and they turn into a nice horse like was that was that getting bucked off worth it probably you know unless unless he really buggered you up bad but was him throwing a a, a fit worth it yeah obviously like now he's a pretty good horse now so like all, all that uh all the risk uh was worth it sometimes that risk doesn't pay off and that the horse is just a puke but that that's life i mean you you can spend eighty thousand dollars on a pickup, and it'll shit you right off the lot. Like sometimes that happens. You get a lemon. Uh, they're supposed to, you know, supposed to fix that for you. But a lemon's a lemon. They can keep they can keep trying to fix it, and it'll work for a little while. But a lemon's a lemon, and uh, and eventually they're just gonna have to, you're gonna have to get a different one. And and hopefully you don't just lose out completely on the other end. But Shit like that happens. Um, <clears throat> so, like, whether you want to or not, that the risk in life is there, and you might as well just embrace it a little bit and just know that it's there and learn how to deal with it. Like, that's the road. You never know what the road's going to be. Sometimes the road's big, wide, smooth, easy to go, or then you can get a Nevada two-track, which is a lot different than a, than a High Plains two-track. Uh, a lot different, you know, it's a little, little rougher, a little rockier. Uh, you, there's a reason why all these, all these yokels have a, have a lift on their, their pickup just, just for the clearance, you know, it just, uh, it, it gets pretty, pretty brushy, pretty rocky and, uh, pretty rough. Um, well, yeah, that's just how it is though. You never know what the road's going to be. So, be be prepared for a shitty one. Know how to drive on a shitty road. That's uh it's a good skill in life. Um and it's a good metaphor for life. Learn how to drive on a shitty road. Uh you know, there's a there's an old old song, I think it's just kind of a finger picking song, but it's called Forty Forty Miles of Bad Road. And I don't know, I, I guess I, I I'm <laughs> it'd be another thing I'm thankful for. I grew up on on shitty roads and uh so also it's one of those things that once once i found some real shitty roads out here in nevada realized how thankful i should have been to like yeah i I had i had pretty good roads you know uh comparatively and uh yeah there but also i they weren't they weren't so good that i didn't know how to handle a vehicle on on crappy roads you know it's just uh there there's a lot of things you learn about not growing up with a lot that makes you a little bit more equipped for for the road ahead and uh so that that being said like i I didn't have a great childhood but uh (coughs) it it sure sure as hell prepared me for for how shitty life can be and uh and so I, i don't know Made me a lot more easygoing person. Um, also made me a little, uh, 
a lot less tolerant of, of bullshit. Um, like I don't, I don't get mad at a lot. I just, but I, I just don't, I don't deal with bullshit, uh, for the most part. And, and, uh, and I, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't even need to, to call it out. I just, I just don't put up with it. I just don't deal with it. And I, I'm, I've been, <clears throat> I guess, pretty decent at just removing myself from a, a, a situation that I don't need to be in. And, um, I don't know. And, and part of that's just, uh, comes from, from not a, not a great, not a great, uh, childhood. And, uh, and there, there's just stuff you can't, you can't dwell on and you can't focus on it or it'll just eat you alive. And so you just, you kind of roll with the punches and I've, I'm, uh, I'm thankful for, for being able to do that. Uh, it's not, it's not always the best thing, but I think, uh, by and large it's, it's treated me uh, it served me pretty well, I, I suppose. And <clears throat> no, it, it, uh, I don't know. I guess I've, I've, I've always had that kind of mentality that is like, I know, I know I've been at the best, uh, the, the easiest uh, of lives, but I know I've far from had it the worst. I, <clears throat> and I can, you can always look back, uh, that was one one thing that um was was pretty unique through uh through youth group and stuff some of the like some of the the devotionals and the like the <clears throat> the sermons and whatnot is a lot of it was uh pointing out like the martyrs of the day and how how the the early christian church was was really persecuted and and it was always uh there's always a good reminder, like things can get a lot, a lot worse. And, uh, and so it's, that's one real easy way. Just be like, yeah, I'm really glad didn't live there. Like I, I'm really, really fucking glad that I don't live in Ukraine or Russia right now. <laughs> like really fucking glad. And I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So, I don't know. I I know uh coming up on on 40, 40 minutes here so um yeah, I I just there there's a lot to be thankful for and and I, I say a lot of stupid shit. Like I I'm thankful that Kanye asked uh Trump to be his vice presidential uh candidate <coughs> in 2024. At least that's <clears throat> the way I understood it according to Ye's video on Twitter. And as much as I want that to be a real thing, I, I also don't because I know like, like this is real world and like, it's like, it's real serious business and, and I would like serious people to be in charge. Um, like serious, not evil people to be in charge. Um, but at the, in the meantime, we don't. We've got both non-serious and evil people in charge, um, <laughs> or or some combination of both. You know, it's a it's a and or uh, situation there. And so, if that's the case, I mean, we might as well have Kanye and Donald Trump. I mean, what? what It'd be hilarious. (laughs) 
It would be really hilarious. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it, it's a weird, weird world that we live in, but when you, when you stop focusing on what the, like the noise is and just kind of think about your, your, your own individual life. Uh, if you live in the United States of America, shit's pretty good. You know, even if you live in Canada, it's got, it's getting worse up there for sure, but shit's pretty good, right? It's not Ukraine. It's not Russia. It's not Europe at all, even, you know, and even, even Europe, not bad compared to Ukraine. Like Russia pretty much shut out the lights there in, in Ukraine here lately. So yeah, be thankful you're not over there. That would suck. It would really suck. So anyways, um, I think that's all I got for you. Uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a hell of a week. Been, uh, haven't felt great, but, uh, we're, we're, we're doing better, like on the mend and, uh, the show must go on. So, uh, appreciate you sticking with me through the little hiatus, but Hey, it was, it was Thanksgiving week anyway. So <coughs> kind of standard for most podcasts to not do much. Um, um, so anyways, we're back at it in full force. We're going to be gearing up for the Elko show. So if you, if you got anybody that, uh, Anybody out there that would like to donate uh, some some handmade goods to to a raffle for uh, to raise to pay these these artists that we're gonna I'm gonna have it there at Elko, uh, please get in touch with me. Uh, either send me a, a a DM on on social media, or you can email me Matt at uh, burning-daylight.com. It's b u uh, b u r n i n dash daylight.com uh, matt at burning dash daylight.com uh please go join the the patreon if you haven't already uh it's the best way to uh support the show at the moment i'm gonna try to get some merch uh online here pretty soon but um it's <sighs> i'm not a good merch guy but anyways um for right now Patreon's the best way to uh to to support the show or you can, I guess on Spotify as well, Spotify, uh, there's paid episodes on there. Same, same stuff as, uh, as Patreon. There's, <coughs> but it's on Spotify and instead five, four ninety nine a month. <coughs> so <coughs> anyways, best way to help, help me out and, um, be thankful for what you got. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and, um, we got uh, NFR coming up this week. We're going to do a watch along uh, Thursday night, the live on Patreon. And uh, I'm not sure who all we got going on, but we're going to we're going to do it up. So and and I've checked it out and it does work. Uh, I'll be able to do to just stream it uh, on here and and have a have a couple guests with me to help commentate. So it'll be it'll be a fun time. Uh, looking forward to it. So. Uh, on that note, move your ass. We're burning down. Won't you give me something, something to hold on to? This old world has taken, taken me for a ride. 
Lucky I still got a leg on which to stand 